Hey guys, welcome to the Youth Fitness Podcast. Topics on youth fitness with a focus on doing what's best for kids. Brought to you by the Martin Family, the developers of the Brand X Method, and the Athlete Coach Network. Youth need great coaches now more than ever. Brand X has dedicated themselves to doing what is best for kids for over two decades and now offers mentoring, education, programming, and resources in one smart package to empower coaches to efficiently deliver world-class youth programs. Check out their plug and play options and join the Brand X family today. You plus Brand X equals youth program success. We're here for another Youth Fitness Podcast, and we are really excited today because we have Coach Chappie Hunter from Alpine Ranch CrossFit in Alpine, California, which is a suburb of San Diego, and he runs a program called Young Warriors, along with his lovely wife, Arlene, and and he has brought along some special guests today, Weston and his family, and I'd love for you, Chappie, to give us a little background on you, Alpine Ranch CrossFit and your lovely clients and customers and and why we're here together today. Sure. So I'm Chappie Hunter and I co-own the gym with my wife, Arlene. We've been running the program now for 10 years and we've been Brand X associated since the very beginning. In fact, that you guys were very helpful in just the development of our program from day one. We began our own program called Young Warriors, which were kids anywhere from six years old to 13 years old. And we've been running that program since the day we opened the gym. It's one of our favorite programs. It's actually a a well-attended program. We currently have anywhere from 16 to 22 kids in that program. Uh, A lot of them have been long-term members, like the member that I brought with me today, who is Weston. Now, Weston uh, has actually recently graduated from our Young Warriors program, and he is now in our Teen Gladiators program uh, because he has aged up and his ability has allowed him to enter that program and be very successful. Congratulations, Weston. Thank you. How did Weston, how did you and your family find Alpine Ranch CrossFit and their Young Warriors program? I was not trying. I didn't really do any sports at that time. And once I tried that program, I really liked it and we started doing it. What did you you like about the program? I think I kind of liked the weights, maybe. I just like... Joe and Shelly, as Weston's parents, did you, how did you find or... Alpine Ranch CrossFit. I had researched online since Alpine's a small town what options there were for youth outside of organized sports because when Weston was little we did AYSO for two years and he didn't like it. He said it hurt his foot to kick the ball so I said okay let's find an activity because we feel it's important for kids to have some type of sport or activity to participate in and to keep them busy. So Alpine had gym tricks and CrossFit, but other than that, outside of organized sports and dance. So I researched Alpine Ranch CrossFit, contacted Chappie, and came to try it out. Wonderful. Okay, Shelly, <laughs> Joe, yes. how old was Weston when he started the program? 10. Yeah, and, 10 years old. And how old is Weston now? How old is oh, Weston? 14. Hey, here we go. What was the question? 
Oh, we got an answer already, Chappie. We moved too fast. <laughs> All right. And so Weston entered the program when he was 10. He's 14 now. And I bet mom and dad, Joe and Shelly, probably have a, a perspective on the things that they've seen really blossom or the things that they've seen be really helpful for him. And then he probably has a perspective on what it's done for him. And then Coach Chappie, I would think, also has a perspective on that. And we'd love to hear what those things are from all of you. Maybe Chappie, you could start. Sure. I remember when Weston came into the program because I was I was a little scared, being 100% honest with you. I had not specifically worked on a regular basis with someone that was autistic. So I basically learned immediately from day one a lot from Weston which he probably felt that he was learning from me when in actuality we were both learning from each other. I learned a lot about how to use specific combination of verbal and physical indicators to help Weston move, especially since one, not only is he a brand new member or client of, of, of the workouts and the movements and the lifting of the weights, but also with the, the autism aspect, it was kind of a combination of both. However, I would say that Weston's ability to focus and be very attentive during those instructional times was better than even most of my other clients or kids. Wow. Well, that must have been really helpful for everyone. Yes. And then Joe, Shelley, what were your impressions of starting out and, and things that maybe Weston learned or, or found that he could do within that environment over time. You know, from our, our, I mean, parenting goals that we had and what we wanted for Weston, and we both grew up doing team sports and, and that kind of thing. Obviously, it wasn't an option at that point. We discovered very early. And so we noticed right away going into this that we thought we were getting involved, <clears throat> excuse me, in an independent activity because of, just not knowing, I guess, CrossFit, uh, per definition, you think of an individual working out. And <clears throat> right away, we saw that into more of a team and more of a family. So that was huge for us. And then what it did is it helped Weston not even grow just physically, but we noticed that with along with the strength and conditioning it also helped at school because he has additional services at school and being able to have that strength and conditioning and gain that confidence increase his posture helped him from anywhere from you know communicating with people to right down to like his his speech therapy as well so there was all these side variables right away that we noticed um, from going yeah and um, Weston's always had a hard time with processing. So information coming in, processing it, and getting the result out. So like writing, fine motor skills has been a challenge. Gripping things, like he, he can go and grab something, but when he was younger and you tell him, okay, Weston, grab the bar, he, to think about it and to grab the actual bar was a whole different thing. So that chappy working with him, has helped him progress. It got him back riding a bicycle because he was mm. able to keep his arms strong and just helped his posture and his muscle tone because Weston was always lean, but now he's lean and strong. 
So he's learned a lot working with Chappie and just body awareness. Those are some fantastic outcomes. We've had the opportunity to work with lots of kids on the spectrum. And, And each one, as all kids are, are individuals and they're all different. So, but wow, it's wonderful to hear those outcomes and see one decision. So I'm fascinated by that it helped school and it helped in interpersonal relationships and and the I think that's fantastic. One of the one of the goals we tell our training centers to talk to parents about is parents bring their kids to the gym because they want an activity. Mm-hmm. And they want their kid to be involved in an activity. And we, but an activity is something you take your kid in and out of and, and they don't stay a long time with. So, what we want them to understand is that in committing to this program and working with the program produces results that are long lasting. And so, it becomes, it's not something that's an activity. We want them to move from thinking of it as an activity to something that is essential to the success of, the, of their children for, for uh, the rest of their life. Transcends it transcends sport. transcends the gym, transcends the sport. And so when I hear parents, I, it's very gratifying to hear parents take what they learned, the kids took what they learned in the gym, and it, and it's, we're seeing it outside of the gym, the results outside of the gym, because that's very, it's important to us. Chappie, we were just talking about how, the, you know, for us as, a, as brand X, Hearing that parents, you know, brought their kid in, brought the child in for activity, and that that what was taught in the gym transcends the gym, outside in their outside of the gym. That's really the the meat of our program. The you know, it's we always tell people, you know, it's it's awesome if the child leaves and goes, yeah, they got a great squat. It's better when they when they when they learn character issues and they learn how to how to how to how to you know interact in in, in public and they do better in school and things like that. Those are Gaining confidence in all of those areas and more mastery of any of those areas makes anybody right. do better outside. So, so like and you've done a great job and, of that. Yeah, and Weston can also tell you. I mean, our 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 number one rule of being a good young warrior or being a good team gladiator is to be a good human being. That is the main focus of developing the kids within our gym, and they have to know that from the get go. When they minute they walk in through that door, they are to be respectful. They're told that they need to learn to be able to engage other people, be able to say hello to their coaches without having to be said, you know, being approached first. For them to go around and they have to be able to learn all the other students or the other athletes' names in the class. And even at the end of class, we'll even do short quizzes for possible prize or not for them to they know everybody's name in class. If they don't, then before they leave class, they need to go and introduce themselves, shake hands, and actually learn their names to start learning how to interact with people. I think it helps with, you know, their own personal mental development, but it also helps with, you know, public speaking. It helps them start to open up more and not be afraid to engage other people that are technically in some sort of fashion strangers, you know, to them and, you know, learn how to be friends. I love that. I've heard lots of gyms with that kind of template for meeting and greeting, and it's really nice. And the kids come in; they always had to, yeah. had to go find the coaches, say hello to the coaches, and and don't don't let Weston sound like he's quiet here because the minute he comes in, he is mm-hmm. the nicest kid. He immediately says hello to all the coaches that are there. He'll actually ask 
how my day was or he'll remember something that I told him from a week ago about something I was doing and he'd ask how it would go. I would ask him about school and he would tell me, you know, so his shyness here, don't think that he's not. He's a, he's very open and, and talkative when we're in the program together. That's great. Weston, what, what is your favorite one or two exercises or workouts that you do? Probably bench presses, thrusters. Yeah. And bench presses. Yeah. Wow. Thrusters is not a lot of people's Not favorite. a lot of people's <laughs> Weston is blessed with a very good mobility. The kid yeah. is flexible. And so his squats are squats that I wish that I could do. You know, his overhead position is excellent and stuff. So, so the thrusters are something that he is able to perform with a very good, a safe efficiency. Awesome. Yeah, that's Weston, if you if you if you didn't have the barbell, what what movement would be what movement would be your favorite? I was <laughs> ask. I was going to ask. Sit ups. Sit ups. Yeah. They're fast and easy. Fast, fast and easy. <laughs> I, I think I think Weston's failing to tell you about his ability to run. That's I was going to I was going to ask you what his favorite what his favorite cardio piece yeah. was. Cross country, I guess. Oh, wow. That's a lot of running. That's a lot of running. (laughs) Very good. And you've got a lot of places to run there. I know I've seen some running at Alpine Ranch CrossFit once or twice. (laughs) Out Mm -hmm. and about. (laughs) Yeah, so I I think it probably tell you, Jeff and Mickey, or Weston, or or, or Shelly and Joe could tell you about his recent involvement in track and and cross country, if they want. I think that'd be really good. Do you want to talk about it? Sure. Okay, tell them about start with track last year. Oh, oh yeah. Last year, I actually got onto a track meet. I ended up getting around fourth or fifth place. In what round? A 100-meter dash. I think 150. Wow. Yeah, and you wow, that's, that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, 200. Yeah. And you, yeah, Weston's very fast. If he puts his mind to it, he has a great long stride and can cover a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. And... I, I was so going to ask you, about goals for the future. Did you like? Did you like track? Yeah, it's, it was fun. And tell me about cross country. I'm cross country for an after school sport. So far, we had no cross country meets yet. Do you enjoy the practices? Yeah, they get exhausting, but sometimes it's nice to go for one. And do, what? How far are you running at the practices? Like running, maybe one to two miles. I don't really know. One to two miles. Somewhere yeah. in there. Yes. When the, when you have do you, do you know when you have a a cross country meet? Will do you know how do you do you have one coming up? I don't know yet. The school hasn't scheduled any, so I'm not sure if it's just more practice that they're doing than any meets this year. Mm-hmm. So, but they run. They have a nice open field behind the school called Wrights Field, so they have different courses back there that they run that I believe are just probably two miles or less. Very good. So that's some, did that desire to run come as part of having worked out in yeah. at Alpine Ranch? Yeah. Wonderful. Sounds does, like a, does, a lot of great things would come out of it. Does Coach Chappie make running fun? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's kind of serious. He's serious. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's kind of serious. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I do I do program the runs. They're not very long for the kids, but I do get them outside to get um, used to that running coordination. It's something that I've seen in a lot of the kids that actually where you would think that normal proficiency in running just because of play would be there, that a lot of times it's not. And so it's almost having to take the time to teach some of the some of the young warriors 
how to run properly, how to do a proper stride on that aspect. So it's it's good. So I I, I get them to run. The statistics now and the and the studies about kids not playing, they don't play outside the way they used to. And what we're seeing when kids come into the gyms is a lack of a movement that we normally would we would assume oh normally you'd be able to do this. Normally kids come in, they're twelve years old, they're able to skip. Oh no, we well, have to teach them to skip. Now. Up until twenty twelve, right. that was true. Where, you know, before we shut Brand X down and, and chased our kids across the country and moved here, <laughs> we were seeing the same thing. You know, kids come into the and you have to well, we need to now teach them how to run efficiently and and, and correctly, which is something was kind of un, unusual for us. And also things like broad jumping or jumping jacks or some of the things that we took for granted, being young, running around, you know, just in our normal playtime. It just doesn't happen like it used to. So that's wonderful that you're guiding them through running. One of the... Go ahead, Joe. Oh, and I just... I can't second that enough. It's in all level of sports. I mean, we, our other son plays baseball and, and we see it on the field and, you know, it's, it's amazing that like you're saying, the things you take for granted, it's things that should be natural are just not there anymore. Yeah. Kids can't run. It's, <laughs> it's something to see. This is, this is something that's kind of an amazing aspect of working with the Weston was, if, and I'm sure Weston and, and his family can remember this of just day one coming in and trying to just do a single jump rope, yeah. right? The coordination aspect was, was very difficult and where a lot of kids will just do it and they'll walk away and give up. There's not a day that I can actually remember that Weston hasn't kept up trying every single day in the gym to do his warm up, which includes his jump rope. And and having to, to stand back and just let him fail a lot and see him continue to push. And then now to where this kid can actually jump rope. It doesn't look as fluid as it would for you and me. But to be able to see the coordination aspect that this kid can string together, you know, 20 plus jump ropes now, positive I guess, you know, trying to show that he's able to actually accomplish a lot more than what he probably, you know, thought he could. I think it's a, it's, that's a great um, testament to, to goal setting and accomplishment and sticking to it. And um, those are character traits that are really important to success in life. Um, that's, a, that's a fantastic story. Yeah, that's great to hear, Weston, that you focus and, and put so much effort into those achievements. Do you have a goal or two for the future of what you'd like to be able to do in the gym or outside? I might like to do, I might try to exhort not to go like a hundred miles flat at the beginning of workouts. Sometimes I do that. I think we goals, buddy. <laughs> what do you, what do you want to try to get better at by going, helping what's helping you at the gym that you're hoping to get better at? Push-ups. Push-ups. I need better at those. I remember you running, what you would say? Yes, running. What about running? Running a whole time during cross country, try not to walk. So your goal is to be able to run more, longer distance without having to stop for breaks. Yeah. That's a good goal. And that might link up to the idea of not going 100 miles an hour at the beginning of the workout. <laughs> right. Being able to last, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. learning, to pace is a, learning to pace is a skill 
in uh, functional fitness workouts as well as cross country. So something something that I've that I've learned from Weston, he's actually something that you can use, you know, for a lot of the kids, but specifically in in, in Weston's case is being able to is being able to use you know verbal commands together with like physical indicators. So when I'm talking to him about, let's just take deadlift or sumo deadlift for, for a positioning reason of taking him step by step of, you know, instruction as it goes along. So Weston, I want you to step up to the bar and I want you to set your feet. Now I want you to just set your hands. And now I want you to set your back and be an angry gorilla. You know, I want you to be aggressive with that. And he will set that up perfectly and he will pull perfectly. And then a lot of times when we start, then when the movement starts, sometimes the focus will move away. His eyesight will go somewhere else or he'll want to look somewhere else or he'll look towards me. So while we're also giving the instruction, then I'll give him a piece of equipment like a cone or a weight and say, okay, from this point forward, all we're going to look at is going to be this cone right here. I want you to stare at that cone, never look away, even if you hear me talk, right? And Weston will focus on that cone and he will do his lifts and do his movements and come out um, fantastic in those areas. I love that. That's a good strategy that's worked for both of you. And that's that's helpful to, to everyone, I think, to learn that those strategies are there to help. Do you have anything else, Chappie, that, um, that works really well? I mean, that's, um, a, that's a great so movement, movement wise, not so much. We're just very much step by step. A lot of verbal instruction along with actual physical touch. So I don't want. I, I I tell my coaches with this with a lot of people that you know that don't be afraid to to appropriately put your hands on lightly somebody to help them get into the position that they need to be in. So a big one with the kids is learning how to hinge. Right. So on the hinging aspect then just one, showing them. Then two, if you have to, right on the side of their hip crease, if you just take a finger and you can just push on the hip crease a little bit, it'll actually put them right into that position. And this is something that we've done with Weston in the past. He doesn't need it anymore because now he understands it completely and I just have to say it. So I think the physical touch is important just as long as obviously it's appropriate. Hey, Chaffee, what about what have you learned or noticed with with the verbal instruction as far as being literal with things with, with Weston. Has he ever caught you off guard with something you might tell someone to like, if you're, they interrupt you and you go, hang on a second, and he'll tell you, hang on to what? You know, like, I know there's having to be very specific and very literal as from a coaching standpoint. Have you have you noticed that with him more or less than it's, others? It's, yeah, with nothing... There, in an actuality with Weston or any of the other, you know, kids who have autism in our class, they understand everything that I say. But I also, regardless of who they are in class, you just got to use simple, basic, everyday wording. You know, I'm not going to talk about, you know, I'm not going to talk about their neutral spine to a kid. You know, I'm going to physically help them adjust their their spine by telling them hey you know what let's pull our shoulders back right let's slightly raise our butt up and let's focus our eyes right here and give them that point to look at and 90 percent of the time that will straighten them out from there you know when we've instructed and taught in regards to the angry gorilla 
then we physically show them that strength that a gorilla has and how they look. And it's amazing how that simple, that, that those simple two, uh, two words will put them in an exact perfect position for deadlift, back squat, and stuff. And so he is always taken very well to those instructions. Keep it simple, right? <laughs> always. Always. I can remember. I only had one, before we started our down, I only had one private client. And it was, uh, it was a young man that we've known since he was born who was on the spectrum. And he was, he was just a joy to work with. But he was, uh, speaking to what Joe said, he was very literal. So I would take like a box squat and I would say, he would say something like, okay, so I want you to do this. And then I just want you to sit down to the box. And he would like put the bar on his back and then literally just crash down on the box. And I have to say, okay. You know, and I have to remind myself, you know, no, I need to, as coach, as coach Chappie said, I need to be pretty literal about what I'm doing and, and say exactly, and say exactly what I wanted to do. And then he would, and what was always wonderful to me was how focused he was and how he would focus. And if I was, and, and the mistakes that were made were mine, they were mine, not his. So it was my explanation or my expectations, not, and once I said to him, Oh no, this is what I need you to do. And it corrected my language with him. I got perfect movement almost every single time. It was pretty amazing. Is there something you'd like to tell us? The experience has been good so far. So. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's four, been good. Four years. Three qualifier. Good qualifier. Yeah. Good. yeah. Qualifier. Never know if Ch Chappie's just going to go off, up. Go off the rails. You never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> never know. What is autism, and specifically for Weston, what is the level of autism, and how do you think that either positively or negatively will affect his ability, whether that's mental or physical? I would say autism is challenges. When Weston was born, he, at four months old, I think it was, he had torticollis, which was right neck, so his head was, he had a large head, and his neck was stuck one side of the muscles were tighter shorter. than the other and so it became shorter so we had to i had to stretch his neck every diaper change on a four-month-old so that was one of the that has nothing to do with the autism but that was just challenges we had from birth they happen to babies usually it can so he had a flat spot on his head and they wanted to helmet him but through the therapy and getting him upright we were able to not have to use a helmet because the shape of his head was within their parameters of normal. So, and then Weston just had delays as a toddler and an infant. Um, everything was harder. He didn't start speaking really until like 15 months. I mean, he didn't say mama till he was two and a half. So just everything has been just Developmental delays and then challenges, but he always progressed through us just modeling behavior or things for him. So what I tell Weston is it's everybody has challenges, but the ones that you have fit the diagnosis of being on the spectrum for autism. Are there different levels of autism or is it just either you're autistic or you're not? Yeah, no, that's thankfully they later on because... Before there was, it was like a cut and dry. You're either, you're either this or that. And they finally realized that autism it has a spectrum. And so where you fall on that spectrum is on how, how high functioning you are. So, and it goes all the way up to like Asperger's. 
So Wesson is obviously very high functioning. And to put a definition on autism, that's the most difficult part because so many people that have it are all over the place on this scale. Yeah. So, and the other kicker with autism is it's always changing. So just because a, a child is hyper sensitive one day to something, the next day or next week or next year, he can be hypo sensitive to something. So you can't say you can like, you have a perfect cookbook to help your child grow because you're always adapting <clears throat> and you're basically every corner you go around can be a, a new challenge. So thankfully with what we've done with him and I mean, Shelly has done the most. I mean, you know, she talked about, you know, torticollis and things like that. She is basically a mom slash physical therapist slash speech therapist slash, you know, it just goes on and on. You know, she's thankfully we had that lifestyle to for her to be home and be with him and help him get to where he's at today. Some people with autism don't even have the ability to speak. So we were so relieved when Weston started speaking and forming his own sentences instead of repeating them. So he, it's just challenges and you never know what's in the future, what next road we go down or, you know, Weston's learning how to drive because we have property. We have six and a half acres and we have a rhino. So we've taught him and Cooper, his younger brother, who's 12, has actually taught him a lot about driving. <laughs> So he responds to Cooper very well. Just as he responds to Chappie better than he responds to us, which is kind of typical kid behavior. Like, you don't mm -hmm. want to hear what your parents want to say. And yeah. so thankfully, along with those challenges, though, I will say as he's grown into an awesome young man, that those challenges have become less and less. Yeah. So I feel like that spectrum is still always changing and that's one thing they did say early on in diagnosis is like some people are like, oh man, this is going to change my life. Well, yes, it will. But it doesn't also mean it in a negative way. It just, you have to adapt to it along the way. And I don't think it's something that I've directly ever said to Weston, but you know, I'll say it now is, is because of the last four years and because of meeting Weston, because of the opportunities that I've had to coach Weston and then use what I've learned from him to instruct not just the other autistic kids in our program, but all of our kids and also our adults. Everything that I have learned from Weston has, I think, made me a better overall coach, period. And I just want to make sure that he knows that I'm thankful, you know, for him being there in that program with us. That's a beautiful thing yeah. that yeah. you're le learning from Weston as well. We've, we've often heard an analogy about allergies, and that is that people can say I'm allergic, but what are you allergic to, how you respond to that allergy, if it changes through your lifetime, being similar in that way to spectrum, because every individual is entirely different with the, the symptoms, the triggers, and, and how things play out, and then the changes over time. And so what Joe said, I didn't realize that it was yeah. that it changed over time. So that's interesting. So. Yeah. So so for us, we we kind of use that when we have somebody come in, and and some parents are very comfortable with the label, and some are not. And we've learned to 
kind of tease out what we need to know to take to care for their child, whether they do or don't label. And then just realizing that every person, including Spectrum Youth, are just individuals. And I just need to know how they're going to communicate best. And, and like Chappie says, we as coaches get so much better by learning, oh, I can communicate better to everyone if I, if I do these things. And that that's just a great thing um, for everyone's growth. And I think that analogy we, we it comes up all the time when Jim's call call us and I say, okay, you know, I I have some kids on, on the spectrum. What do I need to know about dealing with them? And you're, you're and you know, give me some hard and fast rules for these things. And I think probably Chappie would say that you don't have hard and fast rules. You've got to be you you've got to really you have to be a good human. You have to be a good human. That's, That's a hard and fast rule. But secondly, what we tell them, and I, and I'd love to hear Chappie's side of this, is everybody's an individual. And I don't care whether they're on the spectrum or they're walking in the front door as a, you know, as an elite, you know, Olympic athlete, they're a spectrum. And everybody needs us as coaches to get to know them and get to know what their needs are and, and how, how we can address those things. So the idea that we could just, draw up a blanket, oh, do these things, and it will be helpful to all people walking through your doors is not not something that we feel like we can we can do. But we would say that about all of your clients, right? <laughs> yeah. So one of the, one of the one of the big things that I think is even more important on 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 Weston side or, or the kids side that that have autism is 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 winning, right? So being able to scale them to the Point where they're learning, but uh, but giving when they actually perform something well, giving them additional encouragement of showing how proud you are of them is very helpful to see to see Weston's face, to see any child's face light up when they have a win is amazing. And so we kind of have to slow those wins down. So just giving them little bits of additional tiny bits of weight as, as opposed to bigger sense of weight for those wins to give more wins, right? And because I think the more approvals, the more positive reinforcement that they get for that, the more exciting they get about that, and the more work they then want to put into it. And so I, I think that's been good. And, and Weston has been winning since day one. And and in fact, Weston participated not once, but, but twice in both of our Young Warrior in-house lifting competitions. Oh. And performed very well with the additional, even with the additional pressure of having a judge, of having to go through the movements to figure out what weight you're going to lift and being adult enough to walk up there and, and perform that lift without somebody standing right there next to you. I think those are two of the biggest wins this boy has ever had. Something I'd like to add is, you know, early on you had asked about getting involved in CrossFit and we kind of told you, you know, story about team sports and different things. I, I will say I was hesitant at the beginning because I think we, we had talked about it and we're like, I was like, nah. And then I know Shell went there to check it out. But from, I had a whole different perspective of CrossFit. I, I had, I have firefighters that were, were working out in our gym and they're throwing weights across the room and I'm like, oh my gosh, what are, what are you doing? He's like, oh, this is CrossFit. And, you know, so like early on, I had this, a very interesting perspective of CrossFit and I'm like, well, that's not Weston. And then, so 
obviously you don't judge a book by its cover and we did we took the time to go see what it was about and what it turned into was you know like i said the exact opposite it was going there being a good person being a team player gaining strength along the way and learning all these you know huge life just typical i don't know how to say it but everyday life experiences all at a one-stop shop and so also to build off what Chappie said, what he's gained from Weston and how it's helped him coach other kids as well as other adults. I think a lot of us can can learn from that as well. I know I have. It helps me out in my career. And just going through like the struggles and challenges we talked about early on in his life, I've been able to take plays out of that you know playbook and utilize it in in my field that I work with as well. And so those are like two really huge things that, you know, the stigma of CrossFit, what it is and what it's really about and, and what Chappie has done at Alpine Ranch CrossFit is, is totally like rebranded that. I I also know other firefighters that work out there and have said the same thing. And we, we, we were on the same page. We're like, Oh man, we, I can't do that. And we go there and he's like, this is the most awesome place. So I think getting parents who have kids on the spectrum, getting the word out there is going to be huge for their progression in life. That's a great testimonial for you, Chappie. Chappie, where can people find you, Alpine Ranch CrossFit and the Young Warriors program? You can just find us right there on Google at (laughs) alpineranchcrossfit.com, on our Facebook at Alpine Ranch CrossFit, or on our Instagram at Alpine Ranch CrossFit. And it also has our direct email when you go to the website, or also my direct phone number. You can speak to me specifically or directly through going to that website and contacting me. And aren't you located at the beautiful Viejas Shopping Center? Yes, Alpine Ranch CrossFit is a 5,000 square foot facility inside the beautiful Viejas outlets. We we are one of the few place, one of the few gyms in probably the nation where you can be in a place that has cascading waterfalls that are around you when you go for a walk or a run. Absolutely beautiful landscaping that's pristine at all times. So it's a very well lit in the evening times at at twenty four seven. They also have twenty four seven security there. And we have a, a very awesome, clean, safe gym for anybody and for everybody. And he's now an anchor. He's an anchor location at the at the yeah. VAS. Anchor. Yeah. Well, th- thank you all for coming on today. It's, I think, wonderful for other people to hear and how impactful Chappie's program can be for everyone. And especially for a young man like you, Weston, and thank you for coming on and being willing to talk with us. And we wish you the best. And I'd love to hear about your push-ups, bench press, and thrusters. And and we'll probably ask Chappie how that's going and your cross-country because we'd love to hear about your progress because we know you're going to be successful. Thank you, you guys. Thank thank you for having us. Thank you, Chappie. Thank you. You're welcome, guys. Thank you very much. Welcome to the Athlete Coach Network, a new connection-based training platform that breaks down regional barriers and connects coaches and athletes anytime, anywhere. You're an athlete and love to push yourself. Who's guiding you? 
As an athlete, you can filter and search our library to find the perfect coach or sign up for a membership to get video feedback and comments from our coaches all over the world. As a coach, you can set up your profile and advertise your credentials, set your own price for video reviews or direct messaging to ensure your rates reflects the value of your time. Welcome to the Athlete Coach Network and welcome to the future of sports coaching. That was the Youth Fitness Podcast, topics on youth fitness with focus on doing what's best for kids. Brought to you by the Martin family, the developers of the Brand X Method and the Athlete Coach Network. We hope you guys enjoyed that episode and you listen for more.